Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I'm Graham Ledger, and this is a special edition of The Ledger Report. So I just think you're doing an incredible uh, job. Just one week ago, a beautiful 22-year-old nursing student from Georgia was barbarically attacked, almost unrecognizable, while she was out on her morning run. She was a morning run. She was doing a keep herself in shape. She was a beautiful young woman. She was a great person, best nursing student there was. I spoke to her parents yesterday. They're incredible people. They're devastated beyond beyond belief. But she was beautiful, just so beautiful in so many ways and brutally assaulted, horrifically beaten, kidnapped and savagely murdered. The monster that charged uh, charged in the death is an illegal alien migrant who was led into our country and released into our communities by crooked Joe Biden. He's crooked. I took the name away from Hillary because she's no longer relevant, I guess. She was terrible, but he is, what he is doing is just unbelievable. Joe Biden will never say Lake and Riley's name, but we will say it and we will remember it. We're not going to forget her. It's been just a horrible story that we've had to live with for the last few days. I understand my predecessor's legal past today. So here's what I would say to Mr. Trump. Instead of playing politics with this issue, instead of telling members of Congress to block this legislation, join me or I'll join you. In telling the Congress to pass this bipartisan border security bill, we can do it together. You know and I know it's the toughest, most efficient, most effective border security bill this country has ever seen. So instead of playing politics with the issue, why don't we just get together and get it done? Let's remember who the heck we work for. We work for the American people, not the Democratic Party, the Republican Party. We work for the American people. And let's remember who we are. We're the United States of America. No, I mean this. Think about this. There's nothing, nothing beyond our capacity. Nothing. We work stop the tape. There's uh, Joe Biden. Uh, you know, one of the symptoms of dementia is uh, fits of, of anger and rage. And I've had to deal with it firsthand, and it's not a, a pretty thing. Um, and he's feigning, of course, uh, you know, getting all mad. He doesn't know what to do. He's, he's, he's completely lost. We've already established Joe Biden is is gone. Not only is he corrupt, but he's gone mentally. Okay, we don't have to beat the dead horse. But I want to continue to prepare you for November 6th. November 6th, Graham, that's the day after the election. That's correct. I've brought this up before. I want you to be prepared for what may transpire. At this moment in time, I see no other avenue except what I believe is going to transpire on November 5th, which is election day. So we need to be prepared for November 6th. And I want to get into how this entire 
uh, border debacle and the attack, the assault, the invasion that's going on in this country real time, every day, every hour, every minute, every second, our country is being assaulted. And this is something, if you know me and you've been following me for a decade or so, maybe longer, maybe a couple decades, you know that I have studied the border. You know that I've lived along the border most of my adult life. I know what goes on down at the border. I know what the border was like in the 80s. I know what the border was like in the 90s. I know what it was like under George W. Bush. I know what it was like under Bill Clinton, Operation Gatekeeper. And I know what it was like under Barack Hussein Obama, Donald Trump, and now Joe Biden. And to be honest with you, it hasn't really changed all that much over the last 20 or so years, 30 years, because we have a wide open border. The reason why things have gotten so out of control is because of ease of transportation now. It's that simple. Yeah, in the 80s, you could get on an airplane, and go, but not as easily as you can get on an airplane now and make your way up through Panama or wherever in Central America and violate our sovereignty. It's extremely easy now. You can go plane, you can go boat, train, truck, bus, just get yourself to the border. Used to be, when my family came across from Italy, a hundred plus years ago, get yourself to Ellis Island, but you had to do it with papers. Yeah, my family had WOP. No, I didn't. I don't believe they had WOP because she, my, my grandmother had papers. My grandfather came up through uh, New Orleans. There was a processing center there, probably still is. Um, but uh, my grandmother didn't have WOP uh, written on her uh, on her jacket. Uh, it, it had Fresno. <laughs> She had Fresno written on there. This little piece of scrap of paper, like clothespin to her jacket, the baby in one arm, you know, literally about a one-year-old and a trunk in the other, had to make her way from New York, God bless her, to, uh, to Fresno, not speaking a word of English. Somehow she got there. I don't know how she got there. That's why I'm here. But the bottom line is she came legally. She came, that, bring us your tired, your poor, huddled masses, blah, blah through Ellis Island and the statue. And what a way to come in. What a way to come to America. Instead, what we have going on now is a massive invasion of people who we don't know, don't have papers, haven't been examined for health problems, haven't been background checked for whether they're a criminal or not. Our house is the United States of America, collectively, we the people, 300 million. I don't know what it is now because we've had so many millions of invaders in this country. But let's say there's 300 million American U.S. citizens. This is our home. Would you let people into your home who are sick, who are decrepit, who you don't know if they uh, just raped somebody 10 minutes earlier or murdered somebody 20 minutes earlier? If you don't know, they don't speak English. If you don't want them, if they smell, would you let these people in your home? Of course not. That's why you have locks on your doors and your windows and security alarms and motion detectors and these doorbell cameras, which, by the way, you should not have 
They own all your data. I know you, you, people love this ring. Put the ring on. Well, where's all that video going? I'm going off on a tangent. Just think about it, okay? Think about it. Where's all that video? Where's all that information going? Where's it being stored? You think it's safe? The Bible, I'm going to get to this in a minute. The Bible sheds the light on what we need to do about the wide open border and the attack on our sovereignty down along our southern flank. The Bible gives us guidance on everything, and it gives us guidance on this, and I'm going to get to that in just a minute. But here's Joe Biden. You know, even Donald Trump falls prey to the wor words mean things. These are not migrants. They are criminal illegals, criminal by definition. When you violate our sovereignty and you violate our federal laws, you are a criminal, and you are a criminal that's not an American citizen, a U.S. citizen. Therefore, you have no constitutional rights. You have human rights, as depicted in the Bible and probably in the United Nations or wherever. I don't care. But you don't have constitutional rights. And when these morons come out and say, well, there's no due process for these illegals, they don't have due process. We want to treat them as a human being, but we want to treat them out of the country. Why it drove me so nuts when you had DeSantis and uh, Abbott putting these people, illegals, on an airplane and flying them into the interior of the United States. It's the, I was the only voice that was saying, stop it. Oh, on social media, I heard you. I heard you. Oh, this is great. Ha, ha, ha. Dropping them off in Martha's Vineyard. Those are Democrat votes, people. Did you ever think about that? Did you ever think that Abbott and DeSantis were aiding and abetting a crime? These are criminal, illegal aliens. Criminal by definition, illegal by definition. Not migrants, Donald Trump, all due respect. Not migrants, Fox News. Not migrants, Joe Biden. But Joe Biden now and company, they have a new term. Have you heard this one? They're going to call them instead of migrants even, they're going to call them newcomers. <laughs> newcomers. These people who violate our sovereignty, commit a crime, are illegal in this country, sap all of our social systems. They're simply newcomers. That's like calling a bank robber an entrepreneur. No, he's not a bank robber. He's an entrepreneur, but he's committed a crime. So he's, he's an entrepreneur. He's just trying to help his family. That's all he's doing. He, he's just trying to improve his life. And so he's a bank robber. Okay, so he, but he's also an entrepreneur. So we're going to call him an entrepreneur. Newcomer illegal. Do you believe this? Words mean things. And this is so important. But when you look at the totality of what's going on in this country, you have a federal government that's out of control. You have a federal leviathan that has completely become unhinged, unmoored from the United States Constitution. You have a fourth branch of government that now runs the show. You think you send somebody to Congress, you elect, oh, let's elect a good person. You send them to Congress and what happens? They wilt like a flower in the desert. Poof, gone melted under the power of, 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 of 
the, the Republican leadership, yeah, but, but the Republican leadership is under the thumb of the fourth branch, branch of government, a.k.a. the federal Leviathan, a.k.a. the swamp. Completely out of control. We have an out of control, just about everything in this country right now. Everything's out of control. It is hyper-constitutional. And of course, we have this at the border. So when you look at the big picture, why do we have a Second Amendment? Why do we have a Second Amendment? I'll tell you, and I don't care how this is interpreted. We have a Second Amendment for today, for what is happening today. The reason we have a Second Amendment is because of what the framers of the Constitution feared might happen, has happened, has come to fruition today. We have a federal government that's out of control, repressing constitutional rights, while at the same time opening up our back door and conferring our precious rights on these people who have violated our sovereignty, who haven't played by the rules, who have violated the rule of law. Violators of the rule of law, a.k.a. criminals, are now rewarded in this country. And if you knew New York, California, Illinois, they're rewarded even more, given money, given housing, and the housing is very important. I want to get to that in just a second. In, I think it was probably 1984, I was a, uh, before I was even on TV, before I was on camera, I was uh, sowing my oats. <laughs> I was learning from the best at KFMB TV in San Diego around 1984. What a year it was. I won't go into detail, but an incredible year in Southern California an incredible year in San Diego in particular, and I worked with an incredible team of uh, on-air people, and I learned so much from these people. One day, some uh, migrant activist comes into the newsroom, talks to our news director, Jim Holtzman, and says, you can't call them, we, back then we were calling them illegal aliens. You know, woo, alien, illegal alien, but that was a, an official government term. So this activist comes in the newsroom and says, you can't say illegal alien, that's, that's demeaning. We want you to call them undocumented immigrants. So from that day forward in KFB, in our newsroom, I'm sure he went to all the newsrooms. We were the CBS affiliate, probably went to the ABC and the NBC as well, and there was an independent, I believe back then, maybe there wasn't. Oh yeah, there was. Um, anyway, the point is, I'm sure he made the rounds, so all the newsrooms, oh, well, we better call them uh, um, undocumented immigrant or undocumented worker. Either one. They wanted either one. They were interchangeable. But the, the undocumented worker is a fascinating term, right? Words mean things. Undocumented, oh, he's just not documented. But he's a worker. Oh, he's here to work. No, he's not here to rape and kill. He's not here to violate your sovereignty. He's not here to take somebody else's, some American's job. No, he's a worker. It's fine. He's a worker. Not an illegal alien anymore. He's an undocumented immigrant or worker. And so that was the genesis of what we have today. So you go all the way to today. How many years later? How many is that? 10, 20, 30, 40 years later. Uh, you have Fox News saying migrant. No Fox News. They are not migrant. And I have to correct some of my friends. I will not name them. When they use the word migrant, I... I have to interrupt them, and I'm, I'm not an interrupter, but I have to. And I say, it's not migrant, it's illegal. It's a criminal illegal. 
We have to take back, if we want to take back our country, ladies and gentlemen, we have to take back the language. Side note here. Remember when these morons go on the Sunday shows or whatever you see a soundbite, that we're a democracy and we, we have to protect democracy and, and Donald Trump is a threat to democracy. Fine, good. I'm glad Donald Trump is a threat to democracy because we're not a democracy. We are a representative republic or almost interchangeably a constitutional republic. The framers of the Constitution rejected democracy as much as they did monarchy. Democracy does not protect our Constitution because our Constitution is not built on a democracy. In fact, democracy is a threat to our Constitution. So push back just in your own little world. When you're having a conversation, somebody uses the word democracy or you're watching television, they use the word democracy, United States democracy, say no. We are a representative or constitutional republic. The framers of the Constitution were scared to death of democracies as much as they were monarchies. End of story. There's a huge difference. Lake and Riley, what Donald Trump mentioned, I just it brings me to tears. Because I think when I when I hear of Lake and Riley, in case you don't know, this is the uh, college co-ed young lady, 22 years old, who was murdered by an illegal, a criminal illegal. And now he's a murderer. Maybe it was a murderer coming in. I don't know. Who knows? That's the problem, isn't it? Would you let this guy into your house? Democrats, really, seriously, you liberals out there. Would you let this guy into your house? You don't know who he is. You don't know if he's bathed. You don't know if he's got lice. You don't know if he's got something worse. I just think of the scene from, uh, there's a scene from, uh, uh, with Danny DeVito and uh, Michael Douglas. Uh, and it was uh, Romancing the Stone Part 2. I don't know what the second title was. And he, Danny DeVito's mad at Michael Douglas because Michael Douglas got him put in jail and somewhere in Nicaragua or South America, somewhere, I don't know. And he's, he's like, I was in jail with every open sore sicko psycho and some other stuff I don't want to mention, but it was pretty hilarious. Um, but um, that's who we're letting into our country. You know, what was a joke in the 80s in that movie, every open sore sicko psycho is now in our country. Of course, the best and the brightest aren't coming here. It's the criminals and the excrement that's coming here. We don't want them, but the Democrats do because they translate into votes. And I want to just touch on just a couple of ways this is going to happen. But first, Lake and Riley, it brings tears to my eyes because I think back to 2015 and, and many other cases. And I've, I've helped over the years these families who have had their loved ones killed by illegals killed, murdered by illegals. And I know the pain they're going through because those young people, most of them are young, should be alive today. Those people, those illegals should have never been in our country. But I think of Kate Steinle, remember that name? Well, if you were watching my show back in 2015, we talked about Kate Steinle as much as we could. And then Donald Trump started talking about Kate Steinle. 
Kate Steinle was 32 years old, San Francisco, on Pier 39, which is a tourist trap in San Francisco, right on the bay, Pier 39, one of the piers. And she was murdered by an illegal. The illegal ended up basically getting off. Long story short, Kate Steinle is dead. The illegal gets off. It's a wonderful country, isn't it? At that time, I remember saying to myself, maybe, just maybe, this will open up people's eyes and hearts to the travesty and the lethalness and the unconstitutionality of the illegal alien invasion. And of course, back then I was using that word invasion to describe what was going on because it was back then and it is now. The invasion is getting worse. I was praying that maybe that was going to be a game changer. Obviously, I was in La La Land. So now we have Lake and Riley dead, 22 years old. How many years? Eight years, uh, eight years or so after Kate Steinle, 32 years old. I'll tell you, it just it just kills me because I see the trajectory of this country and it's not we're not in the right trajectory, ladies and gentlemen. The Bible. I want to get to that in just a second, but but first how this translates into votes. These people are going to vote. These illegals are going to vote, ladies and gentlemen. One of the ways they're going to vote is motor voter. Remember motor voter was passed during the Clinton administration? This is the most insidious piece of legislation on the planet, probably, certainly in the United States. It has caused more damage and states like California, Illinois, and New York, they embrace motor voter. I don't know what Texas does. And frankly, I don't know what Florida does. Uh, but I know what they do in California. And you get a driver's license, bam, you are registered to vote. Now, and then the, the, the next step, by the way, in California was after motor voter was, well, we're going to give illegals driver's licenses. So you see the, 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 the uh, transition there and the, and the transgression, if you will. The progression for them, since they're progressives, so you get motor voter passed, you you register to vote when you when you get a driver's license, and oh, we'll give illegals driver's licenses. Therefore, ipso facto, they're gonna vote. They're gonna vote, and they do vote, and we know they vote. And it's not just California. In many states, including the state I'm in, they can't tell the difference when you're getting a driver's license whether you're a legal resident or not. Yeah, okay, they, whether you're in the country legal or not. You may have residency in that state, but how do you disprove that they're... See, this is the problem, right? When you, when you equate driver's licenses to voting, this is a problem. If you have driver's licenses that are backed up by a birth certificate and a passport, now you're talking. Now you're cooking with gas, as my grandfather used to say. Now you're cooking with gas. But that's not the way things are. And so because of motor voter, they're going to vote. Now here's another way they're going to vote. Think about this. In California, Illinois, New York, and all the other blue states, and probably some red ones, these illegals are being housed in, I guess they're former motels, hotels, apartments, whatever. They're sticking them in there. And there's a physical address. <laughs> Right? There's a physical address. You see why Joe Biden isn't serious about this? This nonsense he's talking about 
we're this, we need a new bill, we need this, it's bull, you know what. There are laws and plenty of laws on the books right now that could stop this over. We don't need more legislation. We don't need more money. We don't even need more people. What we need is a, an administration, a government that says we're going to follow the rule of law and that if you come into our country, there will be consequences, not the complete opposite of what it is today. We have a giant neon sign at the border right now that says, come on in. That's what we have today, figuratively speaking. But if we reverse that and we say, if you come into our country, you are going to pay a penalty. You are going to pay the price. And I'll double down on this. If we militarize the border, which is something I have been calling for for many, many years now. If we militarize the border, the illegal alien, illegal immigrant. <laughs> no, they're criminal illegals. I'm just playing with you. The, the criminal illegal attack at the border will stop. It'll go to nil. And it's funny, when I read these stories uh, about the, this big haul that they make uh, at the border, one of the checkpoints um, that's, you know, all this cocaine, you know what that is? That's the drug cartels throwing the border agents and the immigration agents a bone. That's what that is. You don't, do you really think that the fentanyl and the coke and the meth is coming through the 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 uh, ports of entry do you really believe that of course it's not it's being brought across by what they call mules only they're they're humans they're human mules and so while the border agents are playing nursemaid over here with all this flood of people from china and africa and wherever the hell else they're coming in from the middle east the mules are over here crossing and bringing the drugs in. You know, it's it's a fairly simple operation, but it's been going on for many, many years, and I've been watching it for many, many years. That's how this works. They don't bring most of the drugs through the port of entrance. That's, that's when you read about this, next time you read about a bust at a port of entry, remember what old Grammy said here. They're just, the drug cartels, are saying, here you go. Here's something to A, distract you, and B, make you look like you're doing your job. Well, we're crushing it over here. That's all it is. So back to the, the voting, the, all of these illegals that are housed in these locations, whether it's temporary or not, it doesn't matter, they're still gonna be delivered what? Ballots, mail-in ballots. This is why, ladies and gentlemen, as long as you have mail-in ballots, as long as you have electronic voting, we'll never have a fair election again. Be prepared for November 6th. These illegals are going to vote, and it's not just in the blue states. How do you know how many illegals are in your city, in your state? You don't know. You don't know. This is the part of the problem. Because the federal Leviathan is mirrored at the state level many times, even in a red state. You have these Marxist liberals 
who work for the government and you don't even know what they're doing. I've tried to explain this to people in my county, uh, ostensibly a red county in a ostensibly a red state. And we have ostensibly a <laughs> Republican uh, supervisor of election. Okay. But what about all the people for whom work he work he works? No, I got that backwards. What about all the people who work under this person? Hmm? What are their voter affiliations? What are they doing down there at Election Central? What are they doing when they're manning or womaning the computers on election night? Hmm? Who is in charge of, of running them? Who's in charge of connecting them to the Internet? And oh, yes, they're connected to the Internet. They're lying to you when they say they're not. They'll tell you it's just a local uh, Wi-Fi hotspot or however they want to frame it. But the Wi-Fi is that 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 hotspot is then connected to the Internet. It is connected to the Internet. They're lying. So these I just want to impress upon you the illegals are going to vote. OK. This is an invasion of your house and the Bible Nehemiah 4.14 in the Old Testament, Nehemiah 4.14 says, quote, don't be afraid of them. That's the bad guys. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and fight for your families and your sons and your daughters and your wives and your homes. Fight for your families and your sons and your daughters and your wives and your homes. Fight for your homes. Our home is being invaded. Why do we have the Second Amendment, ladies and gentlemen? Why do we have the Second Amendment? We have the Second Amendment for today.